0: Hello and welcome. Uh, My name is Steve Pugh and most Mondays, I won't say every Monday, but most Mondays, I try and do something called a growth strategy podcast and what I try and do is introduce you to interesting people uh, from all around the world that I think can either add credibility to your business or career, uh, give you some inspiration and actually just share the stories of real people. And Darren, who I'm going to introduce you to today is a great guy and we're speaking off camera about how Almost, I'd seen a lot of stuff about him and suitability around for quite a long time but actually I didn't necessarily know too much about him as a person and what he does and that kind of thing so I reached out to Darren and asked if he wanted to be a guest on the podcast and which he kindly said yes and um, basically if you join us for the next kind of 30-40 minutes and these all get clipped up and go to YouTube and stuff uh, hopefully you'll hear the stories of a great guy some of the best experiences and advice and stuff he's had and why he does what he does but hopefully it'll be a really good kind of 40 minutes so Darren there we go uh, would you like to say hi to everyone?
1: Hello, yes. It's all, all a bit different, but yeah, <laughs> we'll work with it.
0: Um. So would you like to give just a very quick introduction about who you are, where you're from, before we go into a bit more of the detail in the background? Is that cool?
1: Um. Yeah, so kind of, so my name's Darren. I kind of live, Um. so I was born in Sunderland. Uh, my dear job worked in Newcastle and yeah, currently kind of reside in Gateshead. So i will kind of, uh, <laughs> a bit of, a bit of everything from, from
0: Gateshead?
1: Um. So, kind of up in near Bladen.
0: Oh, okay. So I'm low fell, but it's. Uh... Oh, look,
1: yeah. So I mean, it's oh. ideal for, for you know, kind of just nipping out and getting, you know, ultimately what I kind of get the suits out so it's all quite handy um yeah and, and cool. yeah kind of gone gray and uh, the bags are going you know kind of bigger but other than that see on, i just spend me. a
0: fortune on lighting to hide the bags that's cool that- I- <laughs> hi denise as well uh, do, do you know denise knows but is one of the people i work with basically i think there's a lot of people out there that almost they, they've seen you around they love what you do they love how it works and actually hopefully today my hope is often when i do the live stream the live bit Yes, you get some interaction, but when you almost, you clip it up and it goes into like the three minute, five minute best bits, which then gets reposted, is often what gets the most traction because not everyone is available at 4 p.m. on Monday. But actually it's still great when people kind of reach out. So if anyone's got any questions, uh, please kind of send them in and I'll kind of touch in. Um, so what I love to do is generally find out more about your backstory and where you grew up and your character traits and stuff. But with your case, if that's cool, can we jump straight into suitability, what it is, what it does, because I thing that helps kind of set the scene really well yeah. before we jump into it. So would you like to tell people about suitability?
1: So, yeah, so kind of briefly, so I first met in a, a, a fantastic uh, charity called Smartworks, which kind of offer free interview clothing for women. And, you know, kind of I, I guess, facilitated, uh, you know, kind of a lady through my day job. We, you know, kind of visited and that's where kind of the seed was was planted. So I kind of saw the wonderful clothes that they had, the the difference, you know, kind of clothing can can make somebody feel and look and, You know kind of empower and kind of came away thinking well well where's where's the men's service and you know kind of that was almost a snowball snowball effect um you know kind of going from a few suits from family and friends to then getting you know kind of donations from businesses uh wonderful people you know people like jason manford you know and it's gone Mm. or going from from strength to strength yeah
0: so on a basic level, suitability helps give interview clothing to men yeah. in particular?
1: So, I'd say, yeah, so kind of, um, you know, due to funding and whatnot on and my day job, you know, we try to keep it so simple so that, you know, kind of ultimately, yeah, we, I guess, facilitate really good quality clothing. You know, people have either donated uh, or businesses and, you know, ultimately, we facilitate that to the gentlemen, you know, kind of in good times so that they can, you know, one, it's the hardship, you know, unfortunately, it's yeah. the stigma of asking for help, but you know, kind of ultimately what I want to kind of eliminate or, or kind of you know destigmatize is you know, somebody asking and and you know, kind of ultimately looking really, you know, kind of you know, good to succeed. And yeah, I think no, the awesome. percentage that we've got is is really good. You know, the, the that the gentlemen that are going of you are looking and feeling confident. And even, you know, the response when, you know, we, we get the message back to say they've they've got the job is is you know is ultimately kind of motivation to, to keep doing what I'm doing.
0: No, I must admit, it, it it's funny because the the more often with many problems when you someone highlights them to you, you think, wow. But actually it's true that yeah, if you're going for like job interviews are horrible things anyway, the the pressure and the stress and the feeling that you're trying to impress someone. And again, yeah, if you were really self conscious about something or whatever. Not having the right clothes or not feeling that you have the right appearance for what's expected will both affect your confidence, but rightly or wrongly, it will also affect the person doing the interview on how they perceive you. So I, must, I, I kind of get it and then what kind of um, demographics you normally aim for is it just any adult men or is it just any. So
1: yeah, that- I try to because of you know kind of I mean ultimately, the main aim was to make it sustainable, the last thing I wanted was. know kind of ultimately this really good social kind of initiative and everybody think it was wonderful but then you know kind of if I had x amount of men referred in you know you wouldn't be able to kind of facilitate but you know what we found last year was you know kind of ultimately people couldn't go anywhere there was no interviews and and that's where you know we turned to the social I'd say we and I don't know it's just what I've always done it's just me um but you know kind of utilizing. You know kind of what social media and, and, and the platforms to you know, kind of the best you know, kind of ability. You know, one, we navigate to get suits in, mm-hmm. but two, you know, it kind of reaffirms you know the partnerships that I've kind of generated with job centers. Yeah. Um, and that means you know, kind of all the gentlemen are guaranteed, but I can keep it controlled so I can keep it sustainable because you know, ultimately, I wanted to grow. We're looking at you know, ultimately, kind of within the region, so yeah, we've I mean, I've supported. You know kind of um, you know younger gentlemen but you know i think the oldest i've gone to is 60. um and it is it's you know it's just having that ability to ask ask for support you know one guy we you know we donated a shirt to other people Mm -hmm. that might be a full suit um and it's just kind of ultimately is trying to make it as bespoke as possible for for that individual and at at the minute it's given them you know kind of access to some free clothing going forwards you know the the aim always has been the aim is is to create the experience, you okay. know, where they're coming in and they've got that access, you know, they've got that kind of support, they've got self care products if that's something that they need as well, but then we can kind of then incorporate the confidence building, the interview prep, okay. um, you know, if we've got kind of some um, brilliant people kind of who want to look at becoming mentors, dependent on sectors. So there's you know there is going to be loads of scope going forwards at the minute. It was just trying to keep it simple because we you know i didn't know how covid or, or things would kind of yeah. move forward so and almost, just yeah enjoyed enjoyed it
0: no it's honestly it's class. I, it's funny because i want to almost i'll ask you more about it a bit later on but just i love to set the scene and then one of the things that i always find quite interesting is just when you delve more into like the people's background and personalities and stuff obviously you know you're you're a hugely kind of passionate person you don't do this for money you do it because you genuinely care kind of about people but almost you know where did you grow up in bladen
1: no so i grew up um so in a place called riot so near you okay um, so just kind of by the coast so yeah i'd never i think you know kind of my my parents um were very much sunderland you know kind of through and through wouldn't ne- you know kind of maybe venture to newcastle once or twice <laughs> um and you know when i when i first got the job that I'm doing now, you know, and I'd mentioned I was working in Newcastle. It was almost like I was the the black sheep of the family. So, (laughs) but yeah, it's kind of, that's, that's where we grew up.
0: And what were you like at school?
1: Very sport driven. Um, I enjoy kind of, I was more PE um, than than kind of the, you know, the the education side of it, but, you know, I'd always, um, you know, kind of just wanted to be outside, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of even early teens, you know, I was, I was kind of gravitating towards, you know kind of more sports that i picked up i was you know i was, I was reasonably good at yeah, yeah, yeah um and that's that's kind of where where i was at school
0: no okay i have i've just I've obviously got your know, cv and stuff next to me duke of edinburgh i did that as well uh, and it's, it's similar just almost weird i had someone interview me recently and so i did the scouts thing which is very similar but you know the similar kind of path but almost the how what like For me, when you do a lot of the outdoor team building kind of skills, you do learn a lot of really good positive character traits that I think follow you through. And almost, you know, what did kind of Duke of Edinburgh like mean to you as you're going through it? What do you feel? Do you felt you actually learned like real life skills from it? It wasn't just a bit of camping and a bit of time. No, I
1: absolutely loved it. So yeah, I had, you know, kind of when I did that, I was, um, it was something that was a gradual. So, you know, kind of, it was, think I did the first and second and then you know I think the two years revisited and did the third one but it was yeah it was just kind of just lovely being out in you know kind of you know almost the teamwork and you know kind of all that mixed into one but you were you know you were with some you know kind of lovely kind of friends and yeah and like I think at the time it was more about you know kind of feeling like you're an adult you know and feeling like you know kind of you know putting your own tent up and then you know kind of walking. but it was all you know it was really well kind of, you know, constructed and, yeah, kind of thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: But just, I find it quite funny because I <clears throat> I think sometimes, depending on who I speak to, you kind of, I don't know why, but you, I seem to gravitate to different people because we've never really properly met but kind of before. No. But just you get a, a vibe and you get a feel and it's almost, it's surprising how many people have similar backgrounds and interests and upbringings, even though I grew up in Liverpool and you grew up in Sunderland. I think often when you do stuff like Duke, Duke of Edinburgh, it can really help build character that i think lasts into you know through your entire life but i just i find it funny that when you know as you grow up and you go into business and you get you build your business networks and your circles and stuff it's funny especially with age you seem to gravitate to more to people that share your similar values and backgrounds and ethos and it's just it's funny that you see people seem to come into your life and you find links that you didn't know were there yeah. Until just now, and I almost—I spoke to a guy called Chris on the podcast probably a few months ago, and it turns up he actually grew up on the street next to mine back in Liverpool. Oh, we would never met to each other, and he's based in Leeds. And it's just it's it's, it's always funny how things kind of uh, link together. Um. So, how after school did you go to uni? What did you do next?
1: So I um so I didn't get the grades you know kind of ultimately that I was kind of looking for. So I think you know even like what my my day job now when I look back. Um, what's day job? so I so yeah my day job I kind of work for a charity so we support anybody who's got any mental or physical health barriers looking for ed- uh, employment education or training cool um but when I kind of I look back so I was very um you know kind of navigated where you know kind of most of my friends were going I was I was probably doing the same kind of thing and I'd always had the interest of kind of psychology and you know kind of people and mm-hmm. how people's minds work and I'd always had that um, you know, kind of the, the kind of the background, but then I was very sport driven. Mm-hmm. So you know, kind of I went to uh, college. I did a year of um, sort of basically kind of what was it? I'm a basketball coach, uh, football coach, table tennis coach, um, netball coach. Um, you know, and, and and I absolutely loved it. You know, it was things where um, I worked it. You know, following leaving school, worked at a leisure centre, um, Mm -hmm. at Seaburn and I, you know, on a weekend I would, you know, I was there every, every weekend for I think it was five plus years, but I would, you know, I was really driven by, um, you know, kind of really getting involved and and going in and and doing the sports with the kids. And I think that's what kind of pushed me. And then in, you know, during the week i you know, kind of went from college to to do more kind of sport and exercise and, and then eventually went to to Sunland uni and, and nice. did awesome. yeah, kind of sport and exercise development there. So it was kind of looking at yeah, what the barriers would be to something and, and how you navigate around them and um yeah. So it kind of transitioned in.
0: Just to explain, I accidentally knocked out my earpiece so it went right you you suddenly (laughs) went quiet and i was like i can't hear anything so that's why i was trying to plug it in i just thought i'd explain it's all right but but i do think it's funny that with um yeah competitive sports again um i guess all sport is competitive but again it's it's the way that you build teams and get to know people and and one of the big things for me it was guess the same when you've done your because you're uh, fa level one football coach and stuff what i love is that how when you've got a group of people and it's making sure that everyone feels part of what you're trying to do. So you're blatantly going to have your better players, but then it's making people part of a team and part of a team and how they contribute. And it's, you know, that's true in life that, again, there's a lot of kind of similarities that, you know, these are skills that you can help bring people on without patronizing them. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And, and I think uh, yeah. that's a really important kind of bit to it.
1: No. And I think even kind of growing up, because I was never, you know, I was probably the smallest in my team, you know, it was always. But I, so I played, you know, basically left back, you know, in defence. And, you know, and I remember, you know, kind of even, you know, saying to my parents that that's where I'm, you know, I'm right footed, but playing left back. But it was, you know, it was something that because I had everybody around me that realistically kind of picked me up, it was like, you know, kind of I just excelled, you know, it was, I enjoyed it. And I played from, I think it was, you know, early, you know, kind of early years all the way up to, I think it was, you know, kind of 18. So before I went to pub pub team so you know but yeah having the right people around you kind of certainly you know kind of supported me i guess
0: and then how did you what did you do then all the way like through to today i guess you know what were your jobs and careers and stuff like and then at what point did you think Does when did you discover the idea to start suitability
1: so um so when i'd left so i was at university and so kind of uh, i'd always been kind of wanting the, the support role i'd always you know i, I think when I, well, I worked at the leisure centre and I'd often, um, when I was doing the football coaching and things, and I was, I was very driven towards, you know, kind of kids with disabilities and, mm-hmm. you know, and ultimately trying to give them, um, you know, ways and means of, of joining in with everybody else. And, I, you know, and I'd started kind of going away and looking at, you know, kind of setting up little groups and, you know, really kind of, you know, interacting with, with kids. And, and I think that's where it first came about, you know, I kind of wanted to look at, um, you know, support work roles, and I thought, well, I'll, you know, the best way to do it is, is just going and, and, and trying it out. So, I'd mm-hmm. you know, kind of um, looked at, you know, the local ads and things. And I started work as a support worker for uh, was a, just a young a young guy. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, been kind of in a, in a car accident and, you know, kind of, but, um, you know, wanted the same quality of life. And that's, that's what I did. You know, I did that for a year. So, I supported him and and then from that went and started work with uh unfortunately the you know kind of so the gentleman i worked with was yeah younger than me and had been in a car accident and was coming to the end of you know kind of the the court system mm-hmm. so to speak and yeah uh, i was a I basically kind of i was given generally the the lifespan of a sport worker is about kind of three years at the time that i was told and 13 years later i was I was still there. So I'd kind of, you know, it was, it was, it was a lovely experience, you know, very much, um, you know, kind of, it was, it was about, you know, kind of breaking down the barriers, you know, finding a problem and finding the solution. So, you know, he was told he'd never walk or talk and he completely, um, you know, smashed that. And then it was, it was all about, in, you know, kind of integrating him back into society. So my role was to, you know, it was brilliant cause you know, we would go to the gym or we'd, we'd, you know, we'd go out with his friends or, you know, but it was all the life skills. Yeah, yeah. of you know just general you know kind of uh you know as as he was growing older it was all about you know kind of you know things in the house or shopping or you know all the bits of of, of doing that with everything else kind of all in and um yeah and kind of i took on a, f- a few more um you know kind of service users or what they were mm-hmm. called at the time and kind of absolutely loved it and then as i say kind of 20 17 uh kind of so i've been there 13 years and you know kind of just was in a lovely little routine um, uh, you know had the ability or flexibility i guess with family life and all that kind of kids um and then he basically kind of looked at i was wanting to move to the lakes so you know kind of when i when i look it was you know basically i was i was made redundant but it was you know kind of i was quite fortunate that they transitioned, you know, in a period of time. So yeah. I had enough time to job search and go for interviews and, you know, with with kind of still having the security of, of ultimately being paid. Um, and then, yeah, kind of saw this um, employment advisor came up and I thought, well, you know, kind of, you know, the, the, the you know, the, the uh, job spec was very much, you know, kind of all the bits that I was doing on a, a daily basis, but not the employability side of it um as well as newcastle which i would never uh, you know kind of I, i'd maybe venture in you know to see Phoenix window with my family <laughs> on a you know, christmas but that was it um and then i just thought well you know what I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go for it went you know i was quite lucky i kind of had access to a suit and you know i was probably the one of the guys that you know you see standing in starbucks with an empty briefcase because you felt important you know after the interview yeah. um and and it, uh, i when i look back so i wasn't successful you know okay. i wasn't you know kind of the the first choice or anything like that but you know i i was always you know I, I was looking at you know even going in as rehab assistant because of my background and they were the general things that i was looking at doing you know really supportive roles but yeah. that next personal development um and then two weeks later i got a, a phone call saying you know congratulations we've got extra funding okay. um we'd we'd love you there to, to kind of come and work so it was kind of that was the moment where you know, you, you suddenly think, right, how am I, I going to do this? Um, but the, you know, as I say, kind of, it was, it was really pushed on to, you know, I, I didn't know Newcastle, I didn't know any of the services, you know, my role. So, you know, somebody would come on the program and we, we do kind of um, what we call a, a suitability. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we basically get a synopsis of, of what their barriers are but then it it supports us to, you know, generate, you know, kind of, you know, ultimately or facilitate a a journey or a pathway to, you know, whether that be employment, education or training, but we've got the ability to make it bespoke. So if that's confidence building or, you Mm. know, upskilling, we can look at kind of doing all that. So my role was very, um, you know, kind of pushed on to go and, and, and network. And I'd never done that before. I'd never you know, had to email people, I'd, you know, I was very much from a, you know, my little bubble mm-hmm. in, in Durham, where, you know, kind of, I would just turn up at the same guy's house for 13 years, and, you know, and I think it was, for me, it was, again, the confidence yeah. of, of, you know, going to job fairs, or, you know, kind of going, and as soon as I had the lanyard on, I was, I was, I was it fine, was I was like I, a shield. I, yeah, I worked for a company, and, you know, and I would go out, and I would promote what I was doing, and that was, you know, kind of, I think, the first taste of what networking, and you know kind of getting that little bit of um of the ability to talk to people yeah. which i've never necessarily had in the past
0: but what i think is quite funny is that i think almost you people who do support type roles have got to be super nice people there's a lot of people out there that aren't as nice as you are but actually it's funny just when you see the character traits of people that i think it takes really special people to want to work and help with yeah there's got,
1: got to be you know kind of show empathy and have that you know kind of yeah. the, i think even just to get open because some days and it you know, I was often, you know, where, you know, once kids came along and it was, you know, you're ultimately you're leaving all your, your baggage, so to speak at home. But as soon as you walk through the door into, you know, kind of, you know, ultimately what I was doing, you know, the gentleman's kind of house every day that had to be, you know, that was, that was separate, you know, but it was, you know, it was, it was a lovely experience. I mean, I traveled, I was fortunate to travel the world and, you know, we would, you know, we, we definitely kind of had that, you know, special bond and I think, you know, as, support workers yeah you have to you have to have that you know have to be able to get on with people and you know kind of sometimes if you don't meet like, ah, you've got to have your mechanisms to <laughs> put in place no, to, to awesome. kind of revisit so yeah it was it was challenging but I enjoyed every minute of it
0: because the other thing as well is that because you'd almost been through I think anyone that's had rejection because I imagine when you went for that job you really wanted it art yeah and it's it's when you've when you go for something and you've got your heart built up to and you you get the email or the phone call that says unfortunately oh it's heartbreaking that actually when you then come to work with people that are in that process you just understand it more and it's i I do think the job hunting or job seeking or whatever and you know i'm fairly qualified but oh my god it is you know it's tough And again, the fact that there is somewhere that people can go to to get advice and support and stuff, and you know, a lot of people I think do need the helping hand, and I just think it's brilliant. And likewise, when you actually said about the suitability test, it clicked in my head about the dual meaning for the word, which made me think it was a really clever uh, name for the charity and stuff. That just, but I love that's just really good marketing. That's just it's very it's very clever, and I hadn't picked up on it kind of until now.
1: I mean to be honest i hadn't because you know th- this was um you know even looking at logos and you know there's so many things that you can link into now and there's you know so many people that you know you you pay somebody to do something for you but you know kind of at the time it was like well i, I don't have any money to yeah. pay anybody so it was very much and it you know I, I think kind of what we were briefly talking about before was you know it's that learning experience and i think my day job certainly kind of supports you know half the time i don't know which kind of hat i'm wearing because <laughs> all of my networks were already kind of linked up i'd already yeah. knew of the services and how they run and, and you know and ultimately i never wanted to be i never wanted suitability to to be this you know kind of charity shop you know because you know charity shops are set up and they do incredibly yeah. well for what yeah. they are set up for and i always wanted to have this vision where you know kind of it was gentlemen coming in and having an experience mm. and, and really feeling you know, like you would in a retailer, you know, yeah, and b-
0: okay.
1: taking that barrier of, of, of the monetary value out of it, and that's why you know there's no, I'd always basically set it up where it was for free. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had people say, Well, why aren't you charging? and it's kind of well, yeah, okay. defeats the whole point. Yeah. You know, I've got, I'm a you know, we can facilitate really good quality clothing, but to people that ultimately, you know, just want to, you know, the, 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 they've done all the hard bit of getting the interview, it's this mm-hmm. the end product.
0: Now, honestly, I think it's class because the the name on many levels is really good, which is kind of like great marketing. But almost, it's slick, it's it's nice, it looks premium. Because that's the thing I've I've noticed that obviously you call them all gentlemen, so there's a nice feeling of of, of prestige there. It's not a um, a charity, you know, in the terms of that you might feel bad. It's a, it sounds like it's a really good experience, which is really good and important kind of people. And out of interest, how long is you say 2017 that you set up?
1: So it was, I think, um, early, it was 20, I think I'd had the idea. Um, you know, I'd, I'd gone, so the idea all came about by basically kind of, I'd, met, I'd, I'd gone to SmartWorks, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, maybe a, a Tuesday with this uh, lovely lady who went away and got the job. So, I'd you know, I'd seen firsthand how it worked and how simple, you know, kind of, it, it was. And, and you know, kind of, I'd, I'd gone away and, and kind of, we were on a a training course so social enterprise uh with with my day job and you know kind of around the table we all had to come up with an idea you know and that was you had to just pitch it to your kind of you know your colleagues and I was only kind of newly in the in the role so you know people were going oh well I'm gonna you know kind of a flying car or you know a kind of a rocket or or, you know kind of really kind of crazy ideas because it was just a bit of a team building exercise and I was said to my, my colleague at the time I said oh I'm I'm going to do, you know, kind of, you know, realistically, the, the, you know, the, the, the male version of, uh, you know, kind of what SmartWorks is. So, it's, oh, you know, kind of what would you call it? And that's where I'd kind of just went, oh, well, you know, we, we wrote a few kind of things down. And then, you know, before you have to kind of look at, has anybody else got the name yeah. or what does everybody else, is there somebody else doing it? But it was just kind of, well, I'm, yeah, kind of so pitched at the group. And it was, um, it was, I think the, the course was run through the BIC. And one of their advisors were like, that's, that's brilliant. You know, kind mm-hmm. of, you need to, you need to look at how you can, can do that. You know, kind of, it's something that is, is needed. It's, you know, kind of, but um, yeah. How do you do that with a full-time job, kids and <laughs> <laughs> everything else? Or so,
0: yeah. But I, th- but I think that's almost when you, you blindly have your passion project. You've got something which you love doing. Because one of the things I love is following your social media because you post every time someone gets a job and stuff. And it's just, it shows the impact um where how how and where can people follow you on socials
1: someone yeah so we're kind of twitter facebook instagram linkedin so that i mean that all came about uh you know never had any social presence really and you know never necessarily needed to i had maybe a linkedin for my, my day job um but then you know kind of the the social platforms all kind of came about when lockdown first came mm-hmm. I'd had, you know, kind of unfortunately, it was 40 people with mental health problems. Mm. You know, kind of we were a check in. So nobody was going for jobs, no one was going for interviews. And it was kind of, I think I'd had about 100 suits or so at the time, and uh, you know, stored in my parents' garage and loft. And, you know, kind of I said to my partner, so she, she does this, um, you know, kind of Instagram little foodie group, you know, and before kind of COVID had hit, they, they often used to get kind of invited to places mm. or they'd get free. You know, kind of meals, and she, you know, I'd said to her, you know, kind of, I'm gonna set up these, you know, kind of the the, the social media kind of bits, but she would kind of said, well, if you know, keep keep it simple, you know. So so do you, you have
0: know, at suitability?
1: Yeah, so it's all at suitability. <laughs> um,
0: You've and... absolutely nailed this one with the name and the the handle. Yeah. so many people have random ones that if well, you
1: that is, yeah. So no, I mean look nobody had it at the time and and again it was kind of because i didn't necessarily have, well I, I didn't have any still don't have any money but you know <laughs> kind of i went away and you know kind of two days later the mannequin came through the door and it was kind of and for me it was the you know the, my own mental kind of support yeah. you know i was able to kind of not because my day job it's you know so hard to try and not relate to people you know mm-hmm. because of the circumstances so i was i need an outlay but i need to kind of because i, I I didn't necessarily know how long COVID was going to last, yeah. so that's what I was doing. I bought a mannequin. I would on a weekend. I'd be, you know, kind of taking some photos. You know, I had this camera that was in a box that I'd always wanted to do photography, but I'd never, you know, I just went out and bought a, you know, an expensive camera and just it was always under the, you know, kind of under the bed, so to speak. So I was kind of, I was quite pleased with myself because I was like, oh, actually, I'm using this camera, and but how do I, you know, kind of generally, you know, make it as easy as possible? So that's. That's where the social platforms kind of all came about and i think you know from then it's you know probably 90 percent of you know the, the suits that have been donated mm-hmm. or the partnerships that have been made um have, have all came from um you know kind of virtual yeah. you know, kind of the, the platform so i try to make it as, as accessible so i've got people kind of reaching out on facebook or i mean i've got a a guy um who runs a beard company who you know reached out on instagram and a sock company you know they're donating clothes in Um, and it is, it's all about, you know, kind of, and for me, I've got the ability, I mean, I'm not on my phone as what I used to be, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of through lockdown, it was, you know, kind of, I'd be entering all these competitions and, you know, but I've got the ability to kind of interact with people, which Mm -hmm. is lovely. And that's what, as you say, kind of, and it's lovely to hear when you're saying it's from, from a business point of view, because i have never, i have never, you know, I've never had any experience. Mm -hmm. It was all just kind of this transition, transitional, you know, kind of process.
0: No, cool. I've got a question for you and hi David so there's a guy called David Winter that uh, edits all my videos and it's I'm going to obviously entrepreneur myself but I, I when I deal with people on a weekly basis and I almost want to pick your brains is that a lot of people are scared to start so when you first got the idea did you take lots of really small like baby steps As you know, just... I, so
1: yeah I've got so I'd, I'd always been told well you know kind of don't don't say anything Mm-hmm. you know kind of because you know ultimately get your business plan and, and whatnot and 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 I, I'd i always wanted that you know kind of I, I guess the confidence because you know I was I was trying to say it to people well, I, you know I'm not reinventing anything you know there's a, mm-hmm. a wonderful women's you know kind of service but there just isn't anything for men and, and you know even if and I, don't, I I still say the same you know even if somebody else wants to do the same yeah. thing you know that's brilliant because that brings yeah. you know kind of so much to the region and and that's where going forwards i I'd, I'd then started reaching out to mm-hmm. you know other charities that do the same thing so I've you know suited and booted smart you know head office um you know kind of shareware, and you know now and, and they were services that would never have have interacted really and then you know we all had a, a partnership meeting a couple of months ago which it, you know it was lovely because it was kind of I got the invite and it was oh well actually people are same as as this service. Of, yeah, you know, honestly,
0: I, I think it's excellent. And it's just, it's it's great on every level. And I've, I've I, I always enjoy, I don't, do I always enjoy this? I enjoy this most of the time. Sometimes you have chats with people and it's atrocious, but I'm really enjoying this. But again, <laughs> but it's, it's almost that when you get a lot of entrepreneurs that want to, or they have started a business, but they see the, the gap between where they currently are and where they mm. want to be as being so big that it actually, it stops them from doing anything as well you know for instance if i imagine how long did it take you from when you got the name to say okay let's see if i can get the handle on twitter oh, it was
1: i mean uh no so I, I had a good a good friend who um you know kind of he was a, you know he set up i mean i you know all i've got is a um you know kind of a, a standalone kind of point of contact website it's still because- good yeah, well, and it works, and it's you know, and we'll get there, and we will, you know, kind of, we'll 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 get a you know more of a, a structural site. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think once I'd got the 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 Twitter handle and things, it was like, oh, <laughs> right, you know. But then it's, I, I think when I'd, I'd first started, even posting, just kind of generalised bits. I think I'd, I, you know, I would really you Know if the spelling wasn't right, and I'd you know, I'd yeah, often yeah. kind of you know, pass it to my partner, does that all look you know, kind of you know, how, how does that sound? But then I'd found you know, and I think even you know, I might get one like or two likes, and I used to kind of look and not necessarily kind of make you feel like, oh, well, you know, that that might have you know, from getting a referral in to then mm-hmm. sourcing the you know, the suit and then getting it out to the gentleman, then you know, but for me, it was that process, and I can share that process, and, and mm-hmm. it's that engagement that. Is lovely because it, it. I've always said from the start, if that one person, the right place, the right time, yeah. just sees it, then, yeah. you know, kind of, it, it you know, it but could it, go anywhere.
0: But especially because what you do all do it, confidence, and, you know, I've been there when your confidence is low, especially when you're job hunting and stuff, that often just knowing someone that's very likable that actually you can pick their brains and just helps you basically get your life back on track or help you get that next thing it's just it's it, honestly i think it's fun i think I'd, I'd like it so much more now than i did 40 minutes ago before we started just because when you get to know the people behind it that you've essentially gone through an entrepreneurial startup journey it just happens to be for a community interest company but actually the process and it I, you know i think you've just nailed it you've got the name right you, you're not afraid to start you see a lot of people where they they don't launch the website because they're worried it has to be amazon you know perfect in every way it's like no no just do it and it's yeah i think the more people buy into what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do they'll forgive the odd typos or whatever it's about the the (laughs) yeah but no i think it's class Uh, i am conscious of your time and i know how busy you are and stuff as well um before we kind of start to wrap up and stuff i would love especially for you and everything that you know and people that you've kind of met with um what's the best piece of advice you ever had?
1: Just enjoy what you're doing. I think like, you know, kind of, as you say, for me, it was the, you know, not necessarily knowing what would happen, you know, especially kind of 12 months plus, you know, and I think, you know, having that ability to kind of even turn to, you know, kind of people who are, you know, kind of doing what they're doing. I think, you know, I've been very fortunate the last 12 months that, you know, I've been invited to, you know, kind of speak with people or, you know, which for me... It's nice now because I'm I'm learning how to listen yeah,
0: as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I've, I've been on you know kind of calls where, um, you know I've I've kind of almost felt like I've I've, I've almost had to try and sell myself, mm-hmm. and this is what I'm doing, and this is what I'm trying to do. When you know, and I've had I had one gentleman was just kind of, I, you know the, the reason why I've connected with you is because I love what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I follow you, and 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 it is it's that kind of you know he he basically kind of said well just just listen and and ask you know kind of mm-hmm. if you need. If you're needing support, or if you're needing some help, you know it's and which is funny because you know ultimately that's what I'm trying to kind of tell the people. Yeah, de, yeah. de- is asking for help, and I think you know kind of I found. I mean, last year was was one of the moments where you know using social media to kind of come to your support is is where you know i, I had five six hundred suits in my parents garage and loft wow and it was just not you know it was it was kind of i think it was the hottest month or whatever and it was you know kind of my parents had said you know kind of you need we need to do something and i obviously didn't have any funds but i was prepared to kind of you know pay out of my own pocket for some storage so i you know you kind of, turn to social media put there. I think I put a tweet out on the Tuesday, the Wednesday, I had a um, managing director of a storage company. And then the the Friday, I had the keys to a, a 20 right. foot storage unit for nine months for free. And, you know, right. and I think it's, it, it. I mean, getting the suits in, I'm, I'm all over kind of, you know, the, the amount of letters that I've sent to Next and other businesses and, you know, and kind of the rejections and all that, it was kind of, you know, but then when you get that one where it's actually, mm-hmm. we love what you do now. Yeah, we'll send you X amount and you know it's it's that kind of level of now when people are you know kind of almost interacting and it's lovely you know kind of because they'll say if there's anything i can do yeah. i'd love to support and i think now it's it, it you know kind of where i am kind of within the business is is that pivoting point mm-hmm. you know it's you know the, my, my goal was always having community hubs and, and things to support more of the region and have it more accessible but that was always the three-year, five-year goal. You know, the, the the aim was always to get, you know, kind of a main headquarters. You know, men would come in, have a consultation, choose stuff off the rack, and away they'd go.
0: Yeah.
1: But funding, obviously, is the barrier. And I, I hadn't looked at. I'd always kind of had that. You know, and for months I was going, well, it's it's the funding. I need mm-hmm. to chase the funding. And obviously, COVID, there was a lot more services that needed that needed that funding. You know, ultimately, I was I was you know supplying you know kind of good quality suits. But then it was kind of well actually yeah i don't i don't need to just kind of mm-hmm. just be like right, that's my sticking point right how do i navigate around that barrier and then it's you know kind of reaching out to all these lovely services to say well actually yeah i went to sunday uni is there anything we can kind of do and that's where the partnership with the you know the, the graduates came about and you know even um i've got a lovely gated company that uh mm-hmm. you know they'd they'd seen what I'm, i was doing purely on a post that i'd liked that they you know they were out and you know the, the sos group in um in gateshead and you know and they've now facilitated their drop-off point for me wow. um you know if i can get some office space they're going to supply all the equipment you know and i think i would never have asked for that you know i would never because i would always have just said well you know kind of other people have got their own mm. bits to deal with and i think it is it's you know kind of uh, i guess the or the ethos with with suitability is, is, is keeping it simple you know i've got loads of things that I want to do and umbrellas of, of, of services and things and, and being able to you know kind of bring loads of things in but at the minute it's kind of well actually like one I'm enjoying what I'm doing and you know and it is it's you know as I say I think we're over a thousand suits wow. you know but it's fully sustainable you know and it's it's that kind of um you know it, it's lovely when you get you know people commenting and, and lovely people like yourself saying when are you free i'd love to i'd love to have a chat and pick your brain so yeah.
0: yeah honestly i think it's incredible um i'm going to ask you the next question before i go on to otherwise it'll ruin my youtube links and day when it <laughs> comes to edit um if you were to give advice to your younger self and you can pick any age you can pick the person at school the person that didn't get the grades the person that, you know whatever you want what would it be
1: um just just be i think be more resilient i think nice. you know kind of i think when you know kind of and i think it was it was that kind of pathway of not getting the grades that you know and it, it's very similar if you don't get the the job that you, yeah you know, you, you're applying for then you know kind of and i am a firm believer of you know kind of things do happen for a reason you know and it's it, it was having that you know kind of that you know i was sent on a completely different pathway but that's you know kind of ultimately that's supported me where i am now
0: it is funny how times of rejection can actually steer your path so, you know, you could argue I'm doing what I'm doing now because of times of challenge. Yeah. No. And it's funny that the, the more, um, one of the things i see more and more, and I, you know, ask you off air almost about, you know, it's people that do want to start their own business or have already started. It's a little side hustle or whatever, but they don't necessarily know where to go to get guidance or there's a lot of blockers or barriers that's really expensive. And the more that I do what I do and the more people I speak to the more I want to help more people. But, you know, again, I I give away 50% of the courses, if not more, to really help them. It's just give people advice to something or access to something that they otherwise might struggle to do. And it's almost, I I rarely relate to what you're doing because part of my mission is I really want to do that more and more and more. And it's almost, you know, for me, I've only been going for six, seven months doing the roadmap stuff. But actually, my my three to five year goal is just help more and more people. just to If they want to launch a business to do something or a charity or whatever, just some of the, the techniques and stuff that you can learn but the point is giving it away for free so there's no barrier there yeah. and certainly no stigma and i think i just i really i love what you're doing so that's awesome oh, thank you no cool oh. um so before we kind of wrap up and stuff um how can people get in touch
1: so just on the various the various platforms oh. i think it's it's i mean yeah kind of just at suitability or linkedin or you know, kind of any anything that people want to kind of feel, you know, that, that they're, you know, kind of ultimately using, you know, whether it be Facebook um, and yeah, kind of if they've got questions or emails, you know, I'm always, you know, kind of open to, you know, kind of answering anything that way as well.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, I've genuinely enjoyed today. I really, really have. Uh, I think what you do is super inspiring and I love people that do stuff for the right reasons as well. You get far too many people that do stuff, but they do it with a slight agenda to make money or whatever. But actually, just, you know, it's not just what you do and how many people you help, but it's the impact that can have. Because actually, getting people into work isn't just like a, a one-off charity kind of payment. It's it's sustainable employment that then can help them get the next job and the next job. It's,
1: yeah. It's uh, I mean, even you know, kind of, and I've got the ability now, which you know, kind of ultimately you know, last year was very, you know, because I was doing, I'd linked in with Citizens Advice. So I was, you know, I was almost kind of creating this pilot model of ultimately virtual fittings. And, you know, I was doing suits for funerals, unfortunately, you know, because all the charity shops were shut. But I had the ability to do that, you know, and for me, you know, kind of even, you know, kind of, you know, my partner or my, you know, my parents, you know, that that for me was the, oh, we, you know, kind of, you know, we, I mean, my, my dad's very kind of well how are you going to make money on it how are you but that's the drive for me to kind of almost show them, well actually this yeah, is you. you know kind of what I'm doing but I think it, it it is it's that kind of that lovely experience that yeah you, you know kind of now that suitability is kind of sustainable for, for you know for this year it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of looking at growing and but it's it's having that ability to bring other people in that mm-hmm. want to do exactly the same you know I'm looking at you know these hubs and these you know kind of if people want to then you know kind of personal development or if it's something that they want to do you know I've, I've got that ability to grow you know kind of the, the business but with, with you know the help of other people as yeah. well and I think that's you know because I know it's never going to be able to be just me I can then you know there the, the, I think that day where suddenly it'll be a team of us uh, you know kind of it'll, it'll be a bit done but yeah I think it's, it's it's quite exciting what's the dream Ideally to do it full time, you know, kind of the aim for me is to do more stuff like this, you know, kind of go out and get the partnership meetings and, you know, really kind of collaborate with some, you know, wonderful businesses, but have, you know, kind of like what smart works, you know, a head office, men can come in and, you know, kind of my vision is a Chesterfield chair and a coffee machine and, you know, and create this experience where, you know, kind of they've been referred in, but the leave completely, you know, kind of. And, and more, more hopes. Yeah,
0: more hopes region the region. I think that's often part of the challenge is that p- you need to have the vision. You've got the idea to what to do, and then obviously I'll definitely get you on again in the future. And it's almost it's that progress that over time, you know. So this time next year, you might actually have the office, but the year, well, after, yeah, you know, and then the year the after, thing. you might have more the make it feel like a bespoke tailor kind of. You know, it's all of the. The point is, it doesn't have to be done straight away. Like I've got dream, uh, dreams, aims, and goals, but just your approach to pivot and change and see what works and doesn't and learn and stuff. You know, I think you'll be kind of super successful. Um, so thank you for your time today. This all gets clipped up by David. Thank you, David onto YouTube. And then it also goes on to Google and iTunes and stuff as a podcast. Uh-huh. Um, And then what I'll also do, cause I know you're really uh, hot on Twitter as well. Twitter does cap it to 240 seconds. So I'll take some like super mini clips and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's almost, I, I think I always advise people to do more video because actually, not everyone, but you—you you get a really good vibe for someone's personality and what they like and their mannerisms and stuff. And some people aren't suited to it. I'll be honest, but I think you would, you know, be able to accelerate even more the more you can kind of, you know, share your story and stuff. And it's just, I think you'll kind of inspire and get a lot of people, uh, hopefully, more aware of what you do. But then, likewise, just you know, don't—I believe—bind to you as a person and your backstory. It's very authentic and stuff.
1: No, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. Well, thank you for your time um hopefully we'll catch up soon and um yeah it's great to hear kind of meet
1: thank you yes
0: right. cheers mate and thank you a lot <laughs>